The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... personality, psyche, and for all I know, even your soul. And you shall become an entirely different human being. Are you aware of that? Yes. And you still wish to go through with it? Yes. Prepare the circuits. Our mystery drama, The Headhunters, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Gann and stars Len Cariou. I'll be back shortly with Act One. century from now. There have been vast, sweeping changes, but most are external. There are more mechanical things, and they are of a complexity undreamed of in our day. There is more efficiency, and once again, we have expanded the frontier. At the end of the last century, the average American never dreamed that his grandchildren would be able to jet, he didn't even know that word, to Paris, London, and Rome. But now, his great-great-grandchildren can actually go on tours to Venus and Mars. But having said all this, it must also be stated that the basic problems, as always, remain the same. Hello, Dad. Erna, come in. Sure you're not busy? Never mind. You're having dinner. Join me. Well, Dad, I don't want to put you to any trouble. What trouble? All I have to do is dial. Well, that's right. I forgot. What do you have? That doesn't matter. Whatever it is, it'll taste synthetic. <laughs> you back to nature people kill me. Please, Dad. We are the wave of the future. Honey, you're the wave of the past, and it receded long ago. Here we are. Now... You mean it's better to go to some hole-in-the-corner food store, haggle with some shifty-eyed hustler for some beef, some bread, some fruit, vegetables grown Lord knows where, under who can tell what conditions? But, Dad, at least it's natural. Less than a hundred years ago, all meat came from animals. But what was an animal? A cow, a pig, a sheep. But a convert. 
I know that argument. A device for transforming feed grains into beef, pork, and mutton. Today, we do the same conversion without the animal. And all those millions and millions of acres are now used to grow grains for fuel. But it doesn't taste as good. Ah, that's just a conceit for you BTN trendies. I defy anyone to tell the difference. Oh, I'm sorry, Dad. We really shouldn't argue. Huh. Where did I go wrong? If your mother were alive, it would have broken her heart. Well, let's eat supper. Daddy. Hey, what's this? Oh, Daddy, I'm so unhappy. How could you possibly be unhappy? You're going to be married next month. No, I'm not. What do you mean you're not? Well, Robert. What about Robert? He, he said he doesn't want to marry me. Robert's in love with you. Oh, Daddy. Look, you and Robert, you both passed the stability tests. It's been definitely established that your degree of mutual attraction registers high on the scale for love. Not anymore. What do you mean, not anymore? Well, Robert just said he had fallen out of love with me. So he went to be retested. And it's true. People don't just fall out of love. All I know is that he did and I'm miserable. Yeah. Well, honey, I wish... There was something I could do. You can't do anything. There is something I could say, but I'm sure you don't want to hear it. What's that? You're better off without him. Hello, Robert. Oh, Mr. Stearns. You here in your official capacity as a police officer? But I'm not a police officer. <laughs> Let that be your conceit. I'm a member of control. And would you explain the difference? Robert, I just want to ask you a very simple question. What happened? <laughs> I don't really know what did happen, Mr. Stearns. I just woke up one morning and I was no longer in love with you. Just like that? <laughs> you fall in love just like that. Therefore, you can fall out of it the same way. And that's what happened? Yes, that's what happened. I guess that answers my question. just in time for dinner. I hope you dialed it. That's going to be my secret. I will say, it's nice having you around the house again. Oh, and by the way, I I spoke to an old friend of yours today. I should say an ex-friend. I bet it was Robert. You shouldn't have done it. Honey, I was just curious. I know you were only personally curious, but I'm sure Robert thought you were using your position to pressure him. I only wanted to know... Besides, well, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't? He's got someone else. Oh. A girl. Believe me, she's older than she looks. By the name of Arlene Delva. Delva? That name seems familiar. You mean you know her? No, I, I'm just trying to think. Well, the brassy, blonde, empty-headed type is what he really goes for. You were right. I am better off without him. Then can we say, all's well that ends well? I guess so. Well, shall we try dinner? Smells delicious. Mmm, tastes great, too. 
tell me, did you um, really dial it? Or did you spend all day scrounging for the stuff and making it? <laughs> You'll never know. And how did you spend your day, Mr. Controller? Mm-hmm. Controlling, as usual. And whom did you control? Let's see, what did we have? Um, oh, a thief. There are still thieves? Oh, yeah. They crop up. Why would anybody want to steal today? Nobody really has to do without the necessary things. True. But it seems to go deeper. So we changed him. And um, we had someone with homicidal tendencies. We changed him, too. We had someone with sexual identity problems. And uh, we did the indicated changes there also. Dad, all my life I've been hearing this shop talk, especially when Mom was alive, about changing. Does it really work? Oh, yes, it does. You mean you can make a, a complete change in someone's personality? We can. It started more than a hundred years ago. Only then it was called conditioning. You could use the power of suggestion to make people want to buy certain products. With audio-visual sensations, that would create a favorable attitude. It all went on from there. The techniques were refined, and now we're at the point where instead of changing just an attitude, we can alter an entire concept of life. I don't know if I like that. It can only be used by the state. Even so. And then only by a special court of justice warrant to cover a specific criminal case. I still don't like it. Well, the old way of treating criminals, which was based on punishment, was hardly better. A man committed a crime, and you put him away in jail for a number of years. When he was released, he wasn't always changed. It was a waste of everyone's time. Now we simply change him into a law-abiding, normal citizen. Like old time? You remember. Hmm. He used to do the work around the place for us. He was a man who had actually murdered his wife. And he was changed into a fellow so kind and gentle that I could trust him to be with you and Mother. You remember. Yes. And he was everything you say. But I recall there was something missing. What? In his eyes. Well, there was nothing wrong with his eyes, as I recall. Yes, there was. They didn't sparkle. Hello, Robert. Anna. What are you doing here? Don't worry, Robert. I won't embarrass you. Erna, I, I, I really don't know what we have to talk about. There's nothing at all for us to talk about. When people who are like us say goodbye, we've said it all. Well, I, I don't want to seem rude, but... Are I, you I, expecting her? I have no intention of staying. I just came here to do one thing, Robert. Come closer. Well, what is it? I want to look at your eyes. My eyes? What for? I want to see what they're like. You know what they're like. I knew what they were like at one time. Erna, what is this? Just stand still, Robert. It's all I ask. Let me look into your eyes. But there's no point. Oh, for old time's sake, please humor me, Robert. Well... All right, Robert. Thank you. Now, Erna, darling, that's absolutely impossible. Daddy, I looked into Robert's eyes. 
They were the same as old times. You're making an extremely subjective judgment. I know what I saw. But it's absolutely impossible. Is it? And it's absolutely illegal. Are you telling me it couldn't happen? Someone couldn't have changed Robert? It can only be done under the proper government auspices. As I told you, you need a court order. Private citizens cannot do it. Why not? Private changing is illegal. It's the most serious crime anyone can commit in our society. Are you telling me no one's ever tried it? Besides, the investment in equipment is incredible. It would be absolutely beyond the reach of even the richest private citizen. Somehow it can be done. And everybody knows it's being done. You hear rumors. But there are no facts, darling. I know how deeply you felt about Robert. I guess you can't face the fact that he simply fell out of love with you. If that were the fact, I could face it. Why do you deny it's a fact? Because I looked into his eyes, and they don't sparkle anymore. Hello, Carver. Busy? Through for the day. What can I do for you? The uh, computer still alive? About to shut her down. Problem? I don't know yet. I'd uh, I'd like a scan. Mm. Do you have your warrant? You owe me a favor. Okay. It's very likely nothing at all. Can you do it now? Mm. I'll put in my bypass so that our little extracurricular activity doesn't register and will not uh, appear on the duty roster. Mm. Now, what do you want scanned? The name is Delva. Uh, who? Delva, I think. Well, does he have a first name? Probably, but I don't know it. Huh? Could save a lot of time if I had a reference point. He has a daughter named Arlene. All right. Let's see if that singles him out. Well, we got him. Uh, what do you want to know? First... Does he have a criminal record? Let's ask. Stand by. Delva, Maximus, what arrest? Find out what for. Charge watch, head hunting. Did I hear that right? Head hunting? That's exactly what you heard. Head hunting. That's exactly what we heard, too. Headhunting. Now, what's this? Do you mean that in this most civilized of societies, they practice the most barbaric of ancient customs? Really, sometimes you have to stop and ask yourself just where is the human race going anyhow? Well, I know we're going to come back for the second act. at the beginning of the 22nd century. We had a brief glimpse of some of the highly modern techniques of living. We saw how the world of a hundred years from now had left us 
just as far behind as we had outpaced the world of a hundred years ago. However, an extremely alien, archaic, and uncivilized word has just entered the conversation. Head hunting? You heard what our computer friend said. What happened? Let's find out. Charges dismissed. Lack of evidence. And that takes care of that. Anything else? No. No, I guess not. So much for the twinkle in his eye. What was that you just said, Daddy? I did some very private investigating for you. Why? So I could lay something to rest once and for all. What's that? I made a private computer scan on a free citizen. Daddy! And I did it because you seem to feel that Robert has been changed. It's just an instinctive... Never mind. You said he had a new girl, Arlene Delva. What about her? The name, Delva. I knew I heard it before in a criminal connotation. And I thought maybe this could have been a criminal change. An illegal change made for private purposes. Aren't you the one who claims these things are impossible? You were right. Criminal changes are the biggest problem we have. And you can see why. Now remember, you can't say a word about this to anybody. If you had grounds for suspicions, why couldn't you do an official scan? Because if it turns out I'm wrong, my neck could go on the block. And I was wrong. It was illegal for you to do an unofficial scan. Hmm, but I'm a controller. Sed quis custodiate ipsos custodis. <laughs> What's that? Ancient Latin. Who shall guard the guards themselves? Look, I did it for you. But you broke the law. Sometimes the only way to enforce the law is to break the law. And where does it end? This is a world of accommodation. Do you understand? Sometimes you have to stretch a point here and there. Certain trusted people should have the right to uh, take certain shortcuts. Should they? Otherwise, nothing will ever get done. Nah, I know it's bothering you. You do? You ask me where it ends. Honey, it has to end when a controller cuts a corner here and there. Not for the good of society, but for the good of his pocketbook. If you know what I mean. Yes, Daddy. I never took a dishonest dollar. I never will. I know that. I thought I'd run down the possibility that somehow your Robert could have been illegally changed. But it didn't happen. Oh, yes, Daddy. Should we have some dinner? It does taste better when you cook it yourself. <laughs> you see? Don't breathe a word outside. I could be ruined. Oh, hello, Stearns. Carver, hello. You owe me one. I know. It's uh, a private change. Oh, I, I don't like to do them. I don't like to ask you to. Then ask me for something else. I can't. I can only ask you. Why me? Because only a top guy could handle it. Carver, 
I let myself get talked into doing a change once because there was a very strong humanitarian angle. Well, that is why I'm asking you again, Stearns. There is a very strong social aspect to this one. Is money going to change hands somewhere? Well, Carver? Well, uh, you don't have to touch a nickel. Is there a headhunter in back of it? There is a fantastic plus for society involved here. You didn't answer the question. You and I, we both know headhunting is illegal. But we also know in a quiet way, the government has to use headhunters. Who is it? Just happens to be a coincidence. But it's the guy you wanted to scam. Delva. I see. Then he is a headhunter. Uh, yeah. You and the computer were playing a little game of charades with me. Uh, no, no, Stearns. He was acquitted. The fix was in. Does our boss, the great Chelsea, know about it? Chelsea is the one who fixed it. Uh, on orders from upstairs, naturally. Mm -mm. Count me out. Delva is vital to the government. He's found some of the best people we have. People we can't do without. Did he also change my daughter's boyfriend, Robert? Well? Uh, yes. We let him have that one. And what great social good was involved in that? None. But every now and then, you have to have something for yourself, too. I'll consider this conversation off the record and forget it ever took place. You're annoyed because of Robert. But he wanted to be changed. He wanted to fall in love with Delva's daughter. Stearns, if you could choose a father-in-law, would you pick a millionaire headhunter or just a nice guy who's a cop? I said let's forget it. We need the change. We need this guy. Which guy? A fellow named Pruitt. He's an automotive engineer. He is a genius. So? Why not let him alone? The whole Middle West grain crop can be destroyed by a blight over the next three years. Don't we have enough agricultural experts? No. Now, you know the story there. Half the stuff we grow to turn into fuel, and the other half we eat. Carver, I don't like it. For the last 50-odd years, nobody has gone into agriculture. Now we got this problem and we're stuck. We need more than just a, uh, an agriculturalist. We need a genius. And this guy Pruitt's the man. How do you know? We have Delva's word for it. Delva? I know how you feel about headhunters. But without them, where would we ever find these guys? I still don't like it. Well, I don't like it either when they're allowed to feather their nest, but this is a social necessity. You know, of course, we're breaking the law. If certain trusted officials can't be permitted to take a few shortcuts, then society as we know it would cease to exist. What if the great Chelsea or some of the other brass decides to pop in for a surprise inspection? I think you'll find that everybody suddenly decided to go out of town for one reason or another. What's the matter, Dad? Hmm? The matter? Well, you seem fidgety. No, I'm, I'm okay. I, uh, I have to go to the office. 
On a Sunday night? There's a report I should have studied, and I, uh... Well, I have to discuss it first thing in the morning. Okay. Erna, you know the talk we had? <laughs> Which one? Um, how did it go in Latin? Dipsy something? Oh, quis custodiate ipsos custodis. Who will guard the guards themselves? What about it, Dad? There's a lot to that. An awful lot. More than I ever thought. We're ready for you, Stearns. Uh, this is Arnold Pruitt. Mr. Pruitt? I'm a controller. My name is Stearns. How do you do, sir? My specialty is changes. What we're doing is extra-legal. Have you been so informed? I have. It cannot be officially condoned because it would set a precedent in which the government could change people who have not committed crimes. I understand. I tell you this to inform you that you have no recourse should you regret this later. Yes. Very well. First, I must test my circuits. You'll hear noise and see lights, but you'll feel nothing. Let me tell you what is going to happen. Right now, you are an automotive engineer. In 15 minutes, you should be an expert on agriculture. Do you know anything about agriculture? Oh, only in a very general way, and just those basics that uh, may have been covered in elementary science courses when I was starting school. As you know, your brain is a series of circuits. These now are filled with all sorts of knowledge concerning automotive engineering. Yes. We must change the contents of those circuits. We have placed the entire science of agriculture into the banks of this computer. We shall then feed them into your brain. Uh, will I forget everything about engineering? You will be at the same point in agriculture as you are now in engineering. It will be as if agriculture had always been your life's work. Mr. Pruitt? Uh, will I... Will I be giving up something then? You'll be giving up somebody. The Arnold Pruitt, who was the engineer, he will become somebody else. <sighs> but engineering isn't just something that I know. I love it. It's so many things. Memories, feelings... The first motor I ever put together when I was a kid, fixing the family. Our school, winning all the prizes, graduating summa cum laude. How can you take all these things away? By replacing them with other things that will be just as real, just as vital. We won't merely fill your brain, we will also alter your psyche. Is that what I want? I don't know. No one should be placed in a position to make a decision of this kind. But you placed yourself in this position. It is important, isn't it? Mm. They say I'm the only one who could solve the problem of blight. The country needs me. We can't live without the grain crop. Why is there blight? What are we doing wrong? That's what you would have to find out. It's a challenge. Do you realize what a challenge? Yes. An entire nation depends on the skill and resources of one man. How can I turn it down? How can I possibly back out now? Mr. Stearns, 
Yes, sir. Change me. As simple as that. Change me. Change every nerve, every thought, every memory. Change my mind, my psyche. And in doing all that, change my soul as well. Evidently, there will be cataclysmic changes in Act 3. But let us make all of them. Don't you change anything. We shall return in just a few minutes. of new words have come into being during this most surprising century. Mankind has not only made the most sweeping changes in his environment, he has also made the most unbelievable changes in himself. And seemingly, there is no end to them. Change me, Mr. Stearns. Once again, Mr. Pruitt, and for the last time, I feel it only right to tell you. You'll be giving up all your memories... We must alter your entire person. Mr. Stearns, you said you would replace my present memories with others. How can you do that? How can I remember things I never experienced? It doesn't matter whether or not you've undergone certain experiences, just as long as you believe you did. Well, Mr. Pruitt, do I activate the changing mechanism? Change me. Try Relax, Mr. Pruitt. Carver, open the Genesis circuit. In the beginning, Mr. Pruitt, there was a void. It was without form and without substance. There was an all-encompassing darkness. And then there was a cry. And a burst of light. It's a boy. And then the world is filled with sounds, all sorts of sounds. Steps, windows, doors, voices, especially voices. Tender voices. He's so beautiful, Frank. So beautiful. He is going to be somebody when he grows up. Of course, dear. President. No. No, he's really going to contribute something. What do you suppose? Something concerned with the earth. Do you know why? Because the earth is eternal, and all that is good for mankind must come from the earth. Yes, the earth. Arnold Pruitt, little Arnold Pruitt, you shall make the earth be fruitful and multiply its blessings for all mankind. You do know what he was talking about, down deep in your subconscious. From the very first moment of his life, a child knows what is being said all around him, and he understands it deep in his psyche or soul. Arnold Pruitt, we are what has been made of us from the moment of our birth. The child walks through the woods with his father. See how this earth is black, rich in nutrients. See how everything grows here. 
How beautiful. And the ideas. And the facts. Do you remember what you said in a history class in high school? of his countrymen and and, and? Uh, and did you know that George Washington was also America's first agriculturist he was that's right he was America's first scientific farmer yes yes he introduced methods of fertilization and crop rotation Thank you. 
Did you hear the news, Dad, about the blight? Oh? What about it? It seems that two weeks ago, this agricultural scientist, Pruitt, I think his name is, anyhow, he thinks he knows what causes it. Yes? What? Well, it's a technical rigmarole, but the gist of it is that he has a way to beat it. Well, that's what counts, right? Hello, Mr. Stearns. Who are you? My name is Maximus Delva. Yes? I owe you some money for the change you made. You don't owe me anything. Don't be foolish. We don't have anything to talk about. You don't like me. That's right. Because I'm a headhunter? True. What harm do I do? This business of change, it's wrong. Even when we do it to protect society from the criminals, it's wrong. We take away a man's free will. And suppose his free will makes him decide to be antisocial. Then let him pay for it. The way it was done in the old days, with prisons and the scaffold. Maybe... Maybe that's the way it has to be. Well, I did not come here to argue. I came to offer a deal. I'm not interested. Mr. Stearns, you and I could rule the world. I'm still not interested. I have an instinct for people who can be changed. You have a talent for doing it. Right now, we have been performing for the benefit of others. If you'll excuse me, Mr. Delvin. But now, why don't we turn things around? Why don't we make change so they accept certain ideas, they support certain political positions? You'll get the drift of this. Mr. Stern. Yes, and it's drifted right by me. Thank you, sir, and good day. Carver, we can work out a case against this Delva. Why? Why? He's up to his ears in illegal changes. I know that. Now, maybe the government winks at some here and there, okay, but the bad that Delva suggests outweigh the good. Well, what do you want to do? I want to ask Chelsea... To begin proceedings. <laughs> don't. What do you mean, don't? Chelsea's and everybody upstairs, they're all in it with Delva. I don't believe it. <laughs> How do you think the Delvas of this world exist, huh? In the beginning, you need them, so you make an accommodation. But one thing leads to another, and before you know it, everybody's in bed together. Well... Not me. Huh? Don't rock the boat. Rock it? If I have to, I'll sink it. I'm going to start proceedings. Please don't. Don't make me invoke Control Regulation 460. What are you talking about? You know what 460 is. It authorizes any control officer to arrest another member of control whom he suspects of antisocial activity. You're crazy. No. You are... What are you doing? You know what I'm doing. I am invoking 460. Guards, Mr. Stearns is under arrest. Get your hands off me. Don't fight, Stearns. We want to help you. We want to change you. Change? Not much. Just smooth out a little wrinkle in your psyche. The scruple wrinkle. The one that doesn't let you play ball. <laughs> now, once we get rid of that... 
It's clear sailing. I have a right to appeal to Chelsea. I have already got Chelsea's authorization. <laughs> you want to read it? Carver, don't do it. Please. Prepare the circuits. Daddy. What is it? I don't know. I... Daddy, is something wrong? No, dear. Nothing. Nothing at all. But there is. There is. It, it's your eyes. They don't sparkle. It must be your imagination. You're changed. What are you talking about? I know you're changed. If I am, it's a change for the better. I feel wonderful. As if anything, everything is possible. What are you saying? I have a feeling we're going to be rich. On a controller's pay? And you're going to get married. Oh, who would want to marry me the way I am? But you don't always have to be the way you are. Someone who keeps swimming against the stream. I can't help it. You know who keeps swimming against the stream? Salmon. And when they get there, after the most incredibly excruciating journey, you know what they discover? They've only gotten there to die. Daddy, I can't help the way I am. And I can't change. Don't say that. Honey... Anyone in this world can change or be changed. And he should know. Did he change her? Probably for her own good. Notice how everything that people do for us is for our own good. Even when they kill us, they usually justify it by saying it was for our own good. I'll have something good and highly benign for you when I return shortly. mechanism is man. How complex a machine. How many, oh, an infinite number of parts are constantly meshing one with the other to produce even the most simple gesture. And what happens when we try to readjust the delicate balance? What happens when we attempt to change the psyche? The truth is, we shall produce a different human race. And will it be better? Or worse. If we live long enough, we'll find out. Our cast included Len Cariou, Tracy Ellis, Earl Hammond, and Paul Tripp. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. I guess she drove off and up toward the house. I didn't hear anything or bother to look back. Because my eyes were fixed on the lake. I still saw the swans swimming. Swans which, according to my mother, I had never seen. Well, I saw them now. I sat on the bank 
of the lake under a willow tree, and I stared into the clear, still water. Oh, so clear, I, I could see way down to the bottom. And there, at the bottom of the lake, I saw... I saw something that flooded me with feeling, rage, impotence, and despair. I heard myself scream. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.